Hey guys, Paul Rick here. Welcome back to an edition of the Baseball Dad Show. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the cutter and the sinker. And are they safe for different age pitchers to throw? Um, this year on the Baseball Dad Show, this season I should say, our commitment is to answer all of your questions. Any question that a baseball dad would have about helping his son navigate the game of baseball, through, whether it's skills and drills, um, particulars of, of playing a position, pitching or hitting mechanics, um, or any of the kind of off-the-field stuff, training, recruiting, or maybe even the local like politics of local leagues and how to navigate that. Any question that you have as a baseball dad, we want to provide an answer to. So you can send in those questions to paul at paulrickbaseball.com and we will answer them all right here on the show. Again, that's paul at paulrickbaseball.com. So our question is, is the sinker and the cutter you teach safe for an 11-year-old if he performs them as you teach or should we wait until he's a little older and more mature? So um, last week we answered the question about a curveball. Um, and so the same kind of things apply with a sinker and a cutter. And not, they not only apply to the safety factor of a sinker and a cutter, um, but they, all, mostly, they also apply to the effectiveness of a sinker and a cutter. So um, let me just break these down. If you go back to, I don't want to repeat myself what we did on last week's show, but basically what I'm looking for in any pitcher before I start to introduce any pitch to him, I'm looking for, I'm looking for um, mechanics and strength. Um, I believe the cutter and the sinker are far safer pitches than the curveball. Um, so um, in the curveball, I'd be looking for more maturity in the pitcher. Um, but either way, I'm still looking for mechanics and strength. Does this kid have solid mechanics? And does he have the strength to support those mechanics? And with strength is endurance and the endurance to be able to support those mechanics over a long period of time. I don't want a pitcher who's in the first three innings um, has the strength to get through that. And then he doesn't have the endurance to pitch into the fourth or fifth inning. And then all of a sudden now his pitches are going to be harder to control because his, he's getting tired and his release point will become inconsistent. Um, so as, and, and mostly also too, the mecha- mechanics are going to set up the pitcher for the best success with a sinker or a cutter. Because in mechanics, we're trying to create um, a, body that, a body that's in the right position to deliver the arm in the right arm slot and to deliver the baseball in a consistent release point. And when we can do all those things, that's going to produce the best result with a sinker or a cutter. So if you have an inconsistent release point, you're never going to have a great sinker or cutter. An inconsistent release point is created by an inconsistent body setup, which could be mechanical or it could be strength or endurance based. So just to understand that when we're talking about pitches, there has to be some prerequisites there that are going to make those pitches safe and effective. Um, so and when it comes to teaching these pitches, are they safe? Yes. They're, 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 so a sinker and a cutter are much safer than... Um, a cutter, is, to me, is safer than a curveball, much safer. A sinker is much easier to learn than a changeup. I think the key with the sinker and the cutter is it gives you a ball moving to your arm side and a ball moving to your glove side, and they're kind of in the fastball family in that um, when you see pitches, pitchers throw curveballs or change-ups, you will always see a mechanical change in young pitchers. In any pitcher, I mean, honestly, some high school pitchers are good, but I would say in every high school pitcher and below, you will see a mechanical change when they throw change-ups and curveballs. But with a sinker and a cutter, um, the way I teach it is that you can kind of stay in the fastball zone. You could stay in that mindset, and you're just making small adjustments to your forearm, wrist, and hand. And you get a good effect. You get a movement of pitches that move away from the hitter, I mean, away from uh, to your arm side and to your glove side. And then that gives pitchers variety. The other benefits of these pitches is that if you do have mechanics and strength and endurance, they're really easy to learn. You can learn them in a day. Um, 
and uh, they give it you a ton of variety. So why I love the sinker and the cutter so much is that um, most pitchers, when they're throwing curveballs, and if you're a guy who's a high school pitcher has a fastball curveball changeup, um, I guarantee you in 3-1 three, three, count, he's probably not too comfortable throwing any of the, at least one or probably two of those pitches. Um, and usually when a pitcher gets behind in the count, if they can't throw their curveball and change up for strikes, they just become a fastball pitcher. So now the game and the, of the other team is how do we get this guy behind in the count? Because when he's behind in the count, he's throwing fastballs, and we like to hit fastballs. But with a sinker and a cutter, it gives you the versatility to throw those pitches in any count for any reason. You could throw them um, 3-1, 2-0, in in kind of situations where most pitchers would revert back to the fastball. You can you can throw a sinker and a cutter right over the plate. And 0-2-1-2-2-2, you can use um, as an out pitch to get a strikeout or to draw a swing in that, in those counts. So that's why I love those pitches. I do love their safety. I do love their versatility. And I do love that it gives the pitcher a, a a ball that moves to arm side and glove side. So again, the safety of them um, is fine, predicated on do you have solid mechanics? Because that's what's going to make them safe and that's what's going to make them effective. Do you have the strength to repeat those mechanics and do you have the endurance to repeat them over a long period of time? That's what's going to make those pitches um, safe and effective. So guys, send in all of your questions. We're going to answer them all right here on the Baseball Dad Show. You can send them to paul at paulrickbaseball.com. And we'll see you guys back next week. Thanks. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads. And I would love for you to check it out. You can go to BaseballDadsBook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's BaseballDadsBook.com. Thanks.